Hello everyone, welcome back to the Everything Coincidental podcast. And Fee, things are a bit different right now. Um, Abby's taking a little break from the podcast, so I'm currently joined with resident biologist Kieran. Woo! All right. Hi. How are you doing? Hello, hello, good, hello. Good, good. Happy to have you. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. So if you guys don't remember who Kieran is, check out season four, episode 15, Down the Rabbit Hole, part one, with KY the Science Guy. I love that. I have, so to admit, I have to admit, that has brought me so much joy. <laughs> like, it just made so much sense. And see, when I was, like, making the name up, I was like, I really hope he gets this reference. That's it. If I didn't, it was dropped on the spot. Could you imagine? I would No, I would have just kept it. Stuff that. Commit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> why the science guy? Like, you have to sing it. I don't have a theme tune, though. We'll get there. One day. One day. Yeah, because that's probably copyright if I just use that one. I just sang. I would imagine so, yeah. Oh, no. They're after us. Run! I'm sorry. After we start talking about everyone else, we're screwed anyway. I know. Well, I was listening to, like, a Russell Brand podcast, like, yesterday, and he had to, like, move on to a different platform for the stuff he was talking about because he was like, yeah, they're going to shut me down if I don't move platform. And I was like, oh, juicy. Do you know the thing is, like, for a long time, I couldn't stand that man. Yeah, same. Right? And it, and it wasn't even just because, obviously, the whole Katy Perry thing or anything like yeah. that. It was just there was something about him that I just just annoyed me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just the fact that I've got a bit older and I understand <laughs> perspective better. But like listening to him talk, I'm like, you're one of the most intellectual people. Yes. He's so intelligent and he's incredibly captivating to listen to. So I have yeah. to admit, I do enjoy. He's quite a cool guy to listen to actually. So yeah, it was it was a weird revelation for me to be like, I don't hate this. <laughs> I want to. I know who you are. Yeah. You know, and 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 that's like that's a good maybe a growth thing or whatever. But you're right though. Like some of the stuff that he speaks about and it's openly like mm-hmm. targeting as well. Yeah. And uh, no wonder he's had to move on. <laughs> I know it was crazy. Maybe we should get Russell Brand on the podcast. <laughs> let's do it. Absolutely. Could you absolutely imagine? Do absolutely, let's do it. I mean, look at the. But then, to be fair, that's what happens. Though you look at all the the big you know people that talk about all their own stuff. They don't. They're not on like big labels sure. or whatever because yeah, yeah. big labels don't want attached to what they're talking about but everybody wants to listen to what they're talking about that's true never thought that well russell if you can hear us now join us depends how much of a spiritual guru you are you might be able to hear it i think he's heavy into that sort of thing he, he also is, yeah. he also done the wim hof stuff as well he's big on that so i mean he's, he'd fit he's, right in yeah he's big on the wim hof thing he used to obviously yeah. like I, I could speak for hours about that maybe that's another episode then that's another one that's another yeah. rabbit hole when you jump down yes so yeah exactly of course because this is a rabbit hole uh, series which i probably should have mentioned before but we're really winging this right you know dyma- dynamics different abby's you know taking some time out so yeah just the two of us we can make it if we try just, just two. the two of us <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. It's <laughs> what well, the thing is. It is weird. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, very weird. It is weird, but at the same time, you've got to try it. I agree. Well, on that note, since we're gonna try make it work, um, let's talk about how we're potentially living in a simulation because that is part one of the episode today that I wanted us to talk about. So in the last episode that Kieran joined us on, he made a comment like it was just totally under breath almost, and he was just like, "But we're living in a simulation anyway." And then we just totally moved on in the episode, and since then, me and Abby were like, "What is that man talking about?" let's get him to tell us so what are you talking about <sighs> right okay so i'm i'm not gonna say that i am a complete believer that mm-hmm. we do live in a simulation okay but there's a lot pointing to that oh 
there's a lot pointing to the, the, the notion that the world was going to end in 2012, right? It was a big thing. It was everywhere. For, for that fact, we can go back even further than that. You can go back way as far back as you really want to go and start looking at the Mayan calendar, having an end date and all yeah. these kind of things, other than the fact they just run out of stone. But, you know, there's there's a lot. There's, there's, you can go back as far as you want, but um, obviously there was the Y2K, the millennial bug that was yep. supposed to wipe out tech and uh, basically reset the human race. Apparently did nothing um mm. that was that was weird um and then you've got you know the the, the whole 2012 thing and and it was everywhere like everywhere the world had been ended 2012 it was all you know mass media um even general conversation like people were like but the world's gonna end this year you know and, it, and people say that every year since then yeah now so the, the one of the theories is that up until 2012 generally speaking unless you lived in iraq or afghanistan life was quite peaceful mm-hmm. but since then everything's gone to shit interesting now there's a theory that um um, everything did end in 2012 and this is a continuation simulation where they're just playing out scenarios <gasps> and if you happen to have survived that scenario you just move to the next one which is why it's gone through you know <sighs> catastrophes tsunamis like global war continual war pulling out of a war going back into a war creating a new war um, a plague, you know, decimating entire countries and planets, like entire planetary financial systems, which shouldn't be happy because we should be beyond that stage where we, especially considering, and this is, again, there's a lot of elements of, of hierarchical control and all that. So ignore the, the, the down the rabbit hole, pun intended, <laughs> uh, avenue you could go down this. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't get to a point where something that's construed numbers that aren't fucking real on a computer to dictate how much money you don't don't actually have mm-hmm. to persuade you that that's how you're controlled right so mm-hmm. if you look at everything timeline wise since 2012 everything's gone to shit essentially now mm-hmm. there's been a lot since then but when you can tie everything together that, that 2012 was the year it was everything was going to everything was going to go wrong and then there's all these other uh construed attributes that that kind of point to the simulation theory there's like glitches in the matrix um, which became a massive thing in like, the last sort of 10 5 10 years you know ironically enough since 2012 nobody really spoke about a glitch in the matrix maybe that was because the matrix wasn't that big which isn't really true because it was more than that but um mm-hmm. they don't really spoke about glitches in the matrix you know and, and and maybe this is to do with the fact that everyone has more access to technology and films like you're know, these things that you're like well what's going on uh-huh. you know there's there's parameters that that are being broken in a physical sense that you can document but shouldn't be happening some of them are explainable like the helicopter video which i think one of the famous ones the helicopter video that takes off but the rotor blades aren't moving it's just because the frame rate of the camera is the same as the rotation speed so it looks like they're not moving but they actually okay. are right? right but that but that's one example of kind of something like that so when you start tying all these things in together and you know deja vu is another one like deja vu has always been a thing and deja vu is a fascinating construct um, mm-hmm. nobody we don't really quite know what it is i have my own thoughts on what i think deja vu is and i hope i'm wrong oh really um, what do you think it is or is that going to okay, go i'll, get to, that. I'll okay. get to that i'm sorry i'm excited okay i'll get to that so okay. yeah so like deja vu is another thing that like you know is again it's a glitch it's because like you shouldn't be able to understand and remember something that's live because it hasn't happened yet we can how can you do that it's quite simple there's a bug in the program so mm. <laughs> 
and, and I know it's not as straightforward as that and I've kind of over overshadowed it a little bit but it is there's there's a general feeling that, that we are living in a simulation to the point where the FBI created a program within themselves and funded a study to try and prove if we were in a simulation and couldn't complete the research they what? failed they failed to find an answer so, you know, the fact that the American government bought into this idea and started looking into it tells you kind of what you need to know. Yes. Um, yeah, that that that's my overview, at least a wee bit of why I think it's possible. I don't know if it's necessarily true, um, although I'm quite an avid uh, lover of The Sims. Um, <laughs> and there are moments where sometimes human behavior could be random or it could be controlled by somebody that doesn't know how to play a game. Um, how many times have you walked into a room have no idea why you're there and just turn around and left yeah multiple times yep. Yep, mm-hmm. I, do it, I do it to the sims all the time because they just annoy me I'm like you just go over there what for <laughs> just do it go over there and then it comes down to the notion of biological free will and, you know, and how much reign you actually have over free thought. Mm. But that is a flawed idea as well. There was a, a couple of studies done where they actually think that free will isn't a real thing because free will is your conscious choice, right? So if you were to like write that, right? Your conscious choice of reactionary was to lift your glasses to look more yeah. stunned, more shocked, whatever. Yeah. But while hearing what I'm saying, your brain's already decided over a series of yes, no answers what the best course of action is. And you've then thought, this is what I'm going to do. But there's like studies to prove that you can come up with an answer before you've decided to go with that answer. So you can okay. map brain changes and um, basically like question analysis through um, like electromagnetic uh, radiation, like not radiation electromagnetic um, activity in your brain through different centers to determine what you're thinking or what process you're thinking about Mm -hmm. before you've heard the full question you've already started to come up with answers so your free thought isn't really free thought all you're doing is preemptively deciding on something you hope the question is going to be oh my god this is insane And for the for people out there that think that this is a lot, this is all in my fucking head all the time. No, it's, yeah, yeah. So this is just all questions. It just lives in my head. Um, so if you ever meet me and you think I'm a little bit weird, that's why. Um, <laughs> am I a sim? Am I a sim? That's what he constantly hears all the time. We've we've joked about that. So Michaela and I joke about it quite a lot because it is quite funny. But there are moments where you're like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm there's uh, evidential proof of it right but it's how you can program yourself to do something so often it becomes what's known as second nature right okay. second nature muscle memory all these things they're all the same thing you have hardwired your brain to a series of processes that has got you from doing one thing to another so it's the same if you learn to drive it takes uh, I can't remember the exact number but it's a certain number of times moving a gear stick to, to remember what numbers what without looking at them and you create a neurological pathway from your brain uh, through your spinal cord, your muscle groups, your 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 nerves, tendons, all that sort of stuff to create the movement that takes you from one and then into two. You don't think about it, you just do it. That pathway becomes stronger and stronger and stronger. It's how you do things without thinking about them. But if you then choose to go from an automatic to a manual, what's the first thing you do? You still put the foot down as if you're running the clutch because that's an automatic pathway. And then eventually the pathway that takes you to not do that overrides the signal strength for the one that would, which again, oh, free mm-hmm. thought. Free thought isn't a thing. So <laughs> There's a there's a lot there's a lot to it, but kind of pushes the notion that it is entirely possible that this is a simulation. There's something called Sonder, 
right? And Sonder is something that blows my mind. Okay. Sonder is the notion that every other person uh, that you've ever met or the person you walk past has a life as full, as thoughtful or whatever as you. That everyone, every single person, every single mm-hmm. person thinks the same things, have the same processes. You all, you all have to get up in the morning. You hate the sound of alarm. You all do all these things. But every single person, as soon as you start thinking about that, every time you pass somebody, I wonder what their day's like. And you start thinking about what their view of the world is. So when you drive past somebody in a car and then try to think about, well, what are they looking at? And that's Sonder. Sonder is the notion of other people having this sec, like the full life, and it can, and, and it kind of baffles you. Yeah, that's called Sonder. Um, so when you start kind of pulling all these things together, like it's it's so hard to actually try and understand how intellectual humans are or <laughs> intellectual the brain is. But then if it's a simulation, it's actually quite easy. So again, I don't I don't know if I fully abide by the notion that it's a simulation. I don't think I do. Okay. Uh, being a biologist, that would kind of suck because it's technically not biological life, is it? It's mechanical life. Yeah. Yeah. So technically, maybe I'm a mechanic then. So anyway, so that's 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 that. <laughs> And then an animal mechanic. An animal mechanic, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's animatronics, and that's a whole. Oh, uh, true. Yeah. And then you get this notion of déjà vu, right? And this is my thing of déjà. This is what. In fact, what do you have a, a theory on what déjà vu is? I have a few ideas that I think it's maybe been like. Right. Okay. Hear me out. I'm not crazy, but either. <laughs> Either it's like another reality that you've been in before, that that sort of vibe, or maybe I don't necessarily believe that it's you've died and done it before. If you're not meaning repeating stuff, I think it could be another reality type thing, or okay. or maybe you've forgotten. Like it's something that's familiar, isn't it? Is yeah, it familiar? Yeah. T- yeah. So familiarity, right? So to yeah. me, to me, there's two types of déjà vu. Right? Okay. And everyone, I never, I people I talk, I've, I've said this to, agree with me, but they can't mm. tell me why, right? And okay. Two types oh, of deja vu. Hit me with it. There's a type of deja vu, and you're like, oh, I've just had deja vu. I know what's coming. Or you're like, no, I, I, that, and then and it's just, it's kind of cool and it's exciting. Then there's the other one. There's the deja vu, and you just get filled with that dread, and you have no idea why. Ah, you know that one where it's like the proper like cold blood run, where you're like, I, I've, I, I, I know this, and I don't like it. I. So there's another theory that mm. that reset your life, and that's you now avoiding that one event. That's how you remember <gasps> it. That's why you don't like it. Right. My thing, or what I was told once about what deja vu was, and this is the one I don't like, and I hope it's not true because it's mm-hmm. kind of morbid. But my thing is, what if when you die and the whole thing of your life flashes before your eyes is true? Deja vu is just the bits you remember, and this is us. We've died. We're already dying, and the life flashing before our eyes is the bit that's happening now. It's why you can't remember what happened yesterday. You can't remember two weeks ago, but you remember random little snippets because those are the memories you remember. That would be horrific because the times when you get deja vu are the most stupid things. You're like standing in the middle of like Livingston Shopping Centre. Oh, yeah. that is so depressing. What's the point of even leaving my bed now? <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And I, I hope it's wrong, but yeah. I mean, I've had like horrendously good deja vu memories of like, I used to work away a lot. Um, I was out, I think I was out in Ireland, I think. I wasn't, I was in Ireland. I was in Ireland at the time. And I remembered everything that was going to happen. I could tell there's a cat in my garden. <laughs> you could tell there was a cat in your garden, nice. No, sorry. There was just I know, a cat no. jumping in my garden. That was good timing. Um, what colour of cat? Grey. 
that um, smoke that smoky gray color oh cute um, it's a cool car actually i've seen it a few times recently um but yeah like and i i remembered everything i remembered what i was doing at the time i remembered what my friend was stood next to me what he was wearing what he was going to tell me and i remembered then telling michaela about it and it was just like and i and i told her that i sent her a message to tell her all these things so yeah that's, that's insane. it is quite insane so that that's my my thing of potentially living in a simulation whether i believe it or not i don't know okay. but there's a lot of a lot of things that push that, that is possibility and that the world actually did end in 2012 and that's why everything's so horrendous now because it's basically just trial by error um what do you think so i have so many things i think to add to that so first of all kind of from from what you've described is like matrix meets truman show and kind of makes a baby (sighs) (laughs) okay i want to say for years i love the matrix i always have i think it's incredible i love the notion of it mm-hmm. now i think i think a bit more logically and i think it messes me up a little bit okay but i, I love i think of the idea of it's fantastic um and the uh what are the brothers that wrote it i don't know uh wachowski brothers wachowski i think it is something like that okay uh, they're fantastic great idea right mm-hmm. the truman show i had never seen <gasps> It's one of my favourite films. I've seen it now, but I hadn't seen it. Oh, no, take it back. It's not great. It's a tortoise show with a oh. incredibly fat head. Let the cat in. Let the cat on the podcast. Yeah, get in. Come on. Oh, fat you can call cat. it the podcast. Podcast. Instead of a podcast, podcast. That's incredible. I like that. <laughs> I wish a... everyone could see your face there. <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm, I'm giving, I'm, I'm getting given the death stare. Uh oh. Oh, I don't like that. This is all you're going to remember when you die. Remember. I said oh. remember like four times. <laughs> I don't think the cat's quite noticed I'm real. Or maybe it's wow. because they're like spiritual protectors and maybe it can see something behind you that you can't see. And now I've creeped myself out. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, I'd never seen the Truman Show until mm-hmm. uh, about a couple of two years ago, a year or two years ago, I think it was something like that. Michaela and I watched it. <sighs> and it genuinely fucked me up. Uh-huh. Like to the point where like, it really messed me up. It really didn't sit well with me. For It still doesn't to this day. Yeah. Um, I still remember that feeling I got at the end just being like, wait, what? Uh-huh. It's like, what if? Yeah. And what if? Christ, what great, great two words to put together. Um, <laughs> so sorry, I kind of stole that. So that was your, that was one okay. thing you added. Yes. So I think we live in a simulation in a way that, no, I talk about this all the time. I think like the jobs and everything we do have been made up at some point, right? One day someone made everything that we do up and one day before that was made up, none of it mattered because it wasn't a thing. And I don't know how all of this came about. I don't know how one day someone was like, oh yeah, I'm going to make office work, right? And office work is going to be a thing and that's going to that's gonna do something for, for society because it doesn't, it's fake, right? Obviously there's certain things. <laughs> do you get where I'm coming from with this? So like... I could explain explain this. You please explain it better. Like, if I tell you what I'm thinking and then you can put in a better terminology than me. Because I try to explain this to people all the time and they're like, B, I'm not getting you. I'm like, but please listen to me. So... I think what you're what you're what you're trying to say is mm-hmm. the idea of day to day living is so unimportant uh-huh. in terms of getting up, going to a job, to pay for food that naturally grows that all other organisms do not pay for with time. Yes. They, they pay with effort through either hunting, gathering, all these things. But we are the only animal. And then sometimes people forget the humans, we are animals. We are. Yes. Yes. Some more than others, but we are. <laughs> and no other i think I, I said this in the last podcast that about humans being the most intelligent species and we're absolutely not we can't be because no, no intelligent species chooses this thank and, you yes 
right? And I, I don't get me wrong, I love my job. I think my job's mm-hmm. awesome. But at the same time, you're absolutely right that, that the notion that, that you are supposed to get up, go to work, you're supposed to uh, sit in an office cubicle with artificial lighting, staring at a computer screen, looking at graphs or taking fo- taking phone calls to discuss sales pitches or to to speak to some guy on the other side of the world and ask him about weather systems and parameters and yep. and, and fundamental breakdowns in communication through the sale of an object that nobody wanted to fucking buy in the first place for uh, nothing for something for something that isn't real right and Thank i think this you. is something people don't get is money's not real money's a social construct that was put in place when somebody overpowered the other and physical combat was no longer viable thank you and how do you buy somebody with physical combat that wants you want to protect them well you provide them with something they want if they have enough food they don't want food anymore so they want something else to keep you alive so you need to put a monetary value on something so you find something of, of precious value which is why gold and silver were the original trading standards what was actually bronze and then gold that's why because those were the original first set values then that's why most money is pinned off of what's called the gold standard because it was the weight of how much money you would earn per gold gram or kilogram Ah. or whatever and that's why some currencies are locked in value and some can fluctuate because they don't deal with how much weight is in gold that's how much currency is in circulation per currency of other things so the financial markets are a whole other ballgame but (laughs) that's the only way that, that, that you can become successful and have power over something when the need to fight to stay alive is gone Mm -hmm. people have a house right and yes people work for their house and whether or whatever but see if you don't you still get one if you if you you know not everybody and i'm not going to go down the homelessness whatever that but like there's social (laughs) housing there's all these things that that happen that that you know food water the the basic human rights still happen Mm mm-hmm whether you work your arse off for them or you don't. Now, taking the social side of that out, mm-hmm. it, it kind of makes the whole day-to-day living so pointless. And that's a huge part of what, what, what contributes to depression and all these things. But yes, that is that to me, that's what I think you're trying to explain. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> basically you i basically just come out with none of this is real none of this matters and you go well this is what feet actually means <laughs> it blows my mind like like because one day like, like say like an office like a few office blocks got shut down right no one would really notice like no one would notice and i'm like that's because it doesn't matter it, it's yeah. made up you know yeah yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, i mean it, and also that ironically enough when you start looking at things like that um and, and human uh, behaviors and uh, health especially where you, you, you there's a crisis of of acknowledgement i'll call it where you have something that's that's bracketed as a as a, a more economically developed country and mm-hmm. a less economically developed country and ironically enough well-being is lower in an economically developed country compared to less because the need for personal ownership of things increases in an economically developed country you want to own better housing better car better clothing better equipment better toys you know all of these things are based or better education to learn the same fucking thing yeah or, or you can just actually have a conversation and learn more all of these things are more prized upon in an economically developed country 
Whereas you go to a less economically developed country, like proper tribes, you know, the Maasai tribes, and as much as they're now starting to get more technologically advanced and you know, get integrated into society a little bit more, they're happy for everything. Everything. It's a celebration yes. of actual, there's a celebration of life, celebration of food, celebration of death, celebration of, of the sun is still there the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And generally people don't do that now. Yeah. I think a Western society, like what we're in, we've pretty much lost everything that life technically should be. Um, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's sad. It's really, it's really sad because again, I don't, and that, that's why I think there's a simulation in some way because I'm not saying we are controlled as in like in the Truman Show, but I'm saying the the world, our society isn't made up for people who want to be fit and healthy and do their own thing. If you know no. what I'm trying to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that we're not not controlled. Mm. Yeah, no, I would agree. Seven big companies own every every other company on the planet, more or less. Mm-hmm. Minus small businesses and things like that, but generally speaking, um, all your tech giants all work together. All governing mm-hmm. bodies all work under the same flag. You know, like you're controlled by what you buy, depending on what color the logo is. Mm-hmm. You're more you're more likely to buy something that's red as a logo because it catches your eye. So you're not controlled in terms of like <laughs> dictation. You're controlled through subtlety. Mm, that's even worse actually because you, <laughs> you don't even realize it. Yes, you don't even realize it. And I'm not one of these people that like everything's out to get you tinfoil hat and all that jazz. That, yeah. Yeah. If if you really think that, how come listen to the podcast that the, the Jibber Jabber guys we did mm-hmm. yesterday? It's a three hour rant about conspiracy theories. So like I'm not going to say that, but at the same time, it, again, freedom of control and freedom of thought are not real. There's yeah. no such thing as free thought. There's the notion that you have the choice to think freely, which is not the same as you have the f- choice to make a free decision. Oh mate, <laughs> my mind is exploding. <laughs> Oh my God! You're right. You're so right. Oh. So that that's 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 the simulation theory. Um, that's the simulation theory. Yeah, my mind has blown so much. It feels like a mushroom cloud. Dun dun dun. Which is a nice little of mice and men reference. We are chatting about of mice and men earlier. Band, not the book. I was really happy when you. I was like, Kieran, by any chance, are you a mosher? And he was like, Hell yeah! And I was like, Oh hell yes, yeah, so Oma! Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's something quite nice to be said standing at a gig, just quite happy with a beer and just loving life. That there's a big difference between doing that and wanting to be involved. There's you know, there's a time and a place, time and a place. Like yeah, you said, I've we yeah. we've we spoke about uh, things in the past where I've been at a gig and just had one of those proper moments of like this is his best, like the best thing I have ever witnessed. Like, and just have one of those alive. Yeah, one of those proper like <laughs> just moments of like and that's it you just don't know what else to do so i've had more moments being in a mosh pit is also one of them i couldn't couldn't agree more (laughs) i also love those moments yes Um, i don't know i've i've burst my nose i've you know burst burst other people um (laughs) but i love it because afterwards you're like pipe and then that's it life's great life's great yeah. <laughs> that's like it's not meant to be violent in a sense that you're going out to hurt people it just happens and if you do hurt someone everyone's like oh my god like i'm so sorry like it's just nice <laughs> yeah. which is yeah. the whole thing and every every band uh everyone who's been a gig before knows the rules if somebody's yes. down pick them up exactly it's a, it's, a, it's a standardized rule and if you don't mm-hmm. agree with it and if you don't do it you're you're you get you find out yeah people, oh yeah people tell you mm-hmm. um, they're just so much fun which is why metalheads are the best kind of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because there's no shit at a metal gig, not really. Because if it is, everyone just kicks fuck at each other, we get it over with, and we just continue the show. Literally. That's just what happens. There's. Yep. It's just good times, good bands, and a little push, push shove here and there. It's good with the band join in as well, and they start screaming at you, and everyone fights, and then everyone's just like, okay, just keep playing, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> like when the wall of death opens up, and in the band, the band just goes like, like that or whatever. Yeah. 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 I can't believe the Wall of Death got banned in the UK. Did it? Years ago. Not that it ever stopped anybody. I was going to yeah. say, yeah. I was gonna yeah, say. I think it was, I can't remember who it was that, that, that it happened to, but it was after, I think it was after like a Lamb of God gig or oh God, right. something like that, that like they were like, yeah, we, we we have to stop. I think it was banned indoor venues, especially. Obviously, because mm. space is a bit more constrained and stuff. Yeah. I think that's part of it, but there's, there's, there's nothing better. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yes. The reason, So the reason why I made the Mushroom Cloud reference is because we're going to go on to talk about the Mushroom Conspiracy, which I haven't heard of. Um, so again, please enlighten me, and then I'll give you my thoughts after you've explained it to me. So... I have to be careful, right? Okay. And the reason why I say I have to be careful is because there's been a lot of people before me that that have spoke about this. Um, Disappeared. No. Ah, oh, boo. <laughs> well, not to my knowledge. Um, but like, I need to think of the best way to explain this. Is that the? Do you want me to ask questions? Would that help, like prompting questions? I'm trying to think of the best way to start it, right? So basically, there's this idea mm-hmm. that it's not an idea; it's fact that oh. when you go, uh, yes. So there was, and there's been several people speaking about it in the past, and usually they get kind of shut down, and we're not allowed to talk about it because it's to do with uh, nutritional uh, requirements, which exclude the requirement and the need for pharmaceuticals, right? Okay. Because <laughs> Mushrooms in general are massive antioxidants, massive anti-inflammatories, massive antibacterials, like a natural, like in a way that at some point hunter-gatherers, humans, whatever, found all this out Mm -hmm. and take them as natural remedies to uh, stop ailments and diseases and all these kind of things. Um, And one of the, I'm going to go one of the evidence-based realizations of this is when you go into going to a shop you'll get flat cap button closed uh portobello and kind of one or two others yep they're all the same mushroom okay. so so that's the that's the fruiting part of a mushroom right chestnut chestnut exact same they're all <sighs> they're all the same they're all the same mushroom right oh my so God. <laughs> so look look they all look the same chestnut has a slightly more darker brown complexion it's always my favorite but if it's just the same as the others that's really <laughs> That's so embarrassing. But then you leave something to mature longer, it gets a stronger flavour. Of course, yeah, of course, yeah. So, so when you look at them, they're all kind of, they're, they're dampened off of things. And there's a reason for that is because the natural health benefits you get off of certain bacterial uh, or certain certain uh, microfungal um, ailments that you get within like herbal teas that are made with mushrooms act faster with less side effects, completely natural, unless you're taking psychedelic mushrooms, in which case... There are some side effects, but usually they actually tend to be beneficial. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing altogether. Um, it's the same with, uh, oh Christ, I'm going to get myself in trouble here, but it's the same with microdosing LSD. There was a natural okay. remedy for epilepsy. Yes, no, you're right. I was speaking about that the other day there. You're yeah. right, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's mushrooms <clears throat> are the same idea. It's the, it's the natural expansion of DMT releasing into your brain. Yes. And DMT, which is like the, the spiritual, whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, spiritual drug, which isn't drug, it's a chemical com- component which causes you to what is called tripping out. 
But those have so many beneficial effects and change your stress levels, your oxytocin levels, your your hemoglobin levels. Like everything skyrockets. Everything's great. Everything's happy. Your body functions better. Like, and I'm not I'm not advocating. I'm not just saying go and buy mushrooms, right? But what yeah. I'm saying is that, that there's natural processes that happen off of natural products. Yes. Which is why they're controlled. Because why, if that's the case, then you don't need penicillin. You don't need you don't need antibiotics. Yeah. You know, because they're all naturally produced. But you can't give people natural remedies because it gives the pharmaceutical companies less to buy, right? And mm-hmm. again, this just makes me sound like a proper conspiracy nut. And it's no, not it doesn't. It doesn't. That's what I want. Right? There's a difference. <laughs> between, and this is, I said this yesterday, and I'm quite proud of this statement. There's a difference between being a conspiracy nut and putting the dots together. Thank you. Right? Yes, exactly. A big difference in that. So that's the overall gist of the mushroom thing. But there's the thing is, and I I, I watched like a, f- a three hour documentary uh, about a couple of weeks ago on how mushrooms can save the planet. Genuinely, when a mushroom grows, it's got the bit under the ground, mm-hmm. which is called the mycelium, and then yep. the bit that fruits, which is the bit we pick and eat usually. Um, but the thing is, you can eat the mycelium, but people tend not to, right? We're studying it and looking into this stuff, and and it, it was a he was studying the effects of of bees and looking at all their patterns and honey variations and things like that, and noticed that they were they were um, they always travelled in and out of a forest, and then found that there was a particular type of tree. It was a birch tree, I think. I might be wrong on that, but I can't remember. But it was a birch tree and a particular type of conch mushroom, which conchs are the ones that sit like massive, big, like sturdy things inside of dead trees. I love them. They're so cute. Yeah, you yeah. can draw on most of them as well. It's quite cool. Oh. Um. But all you do is you play with the spores released and it just leaves little patterns and stuff. Anyway, so all that is is the... Uh, so they were eating the mycelium off of this particular birch tree's uh, mushroom symbiotic relationship and it stopped the bees from being infected with a bacteria that they were getting killed by that were getting eaten by mites within the hive. Oh, my God. And it literally saved... Um, it literally saved entire populations of bees because everything just you know the bees were able to survive at that point yeah so what he's basically said or what the the notion was is by getting rid of like dead trees and all these kind of things you're getting rid of this relationship just killing off pollination populations and although bees aren't the biggest pollinators they're one of the most actively uh, well actively actually looked after uh, and and through conservation efforts uh, in terms of pollination but then that changes all your biodiversity indices in terms of plant life and then there's your whole food chain fucked so yeah. there's literally a thing where there were like a type of fungus on a tree could save the entire planetary food chain overnight but you're not allowed to talk about that mm, um, because the control and that's where the simulation f- theory comes in it's all the control um, uh-huh. and and yeah so like the mushroom one that is really really puzzling and and i really don't get it like i'm not not an avid drug user i'm really not yeah, but I don't. I don't have anything against anyone, that, especially from like a mushroom perspective. And yeah. I, I've I've known people that have taken mushrooms on a regular basis, and they are the most switched on people in terms. Of they're most clued in. They understand uh, human behavior. They understand social cues. And I'm not there's, okay. There's a difference between what somebody's on, that's on a mushroom and somebody that's just really good at reading people, or the opposite to that is somebody that's never taken mushrooms and autistic people don't understand social cues. I'm not saying they're the same thing. Yes. But I mean, in terms of what happens, you know, through your cognitive ability after taking something like that, it just changes your entire perception. Um, it's not great. It can also make you do other things, which is why it's probably banned. That and the fact that cybacillin is also 
quite addictive because of the natural high it gives you. Okay. It's not addictive in an addictive sense, but addictive because you like the feeling. So you're like, well, I want more of that. Yeah. <sighs> Annoyingly, psilocybin mushrooms are everywhere. I see them all the time when I'm out on sites. Mm-hmm. All the time. Mm-hmm. And you don't do anything about it. Like, you know, like Liberty Caps and things like that. I don't do anything about it. And like the classic um, cartoon mushroom, you know, the red one with the little dots and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Every, everywhere, all the time. Um, I don't, obviously, you don't pick them, whatever they are, you know, loud. But like, it annoys me to the extent where like the answers are right there. It's like right in front of you, but you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, and it's a natural cure for depression. Apparently there's like thing if you microdose DMT um from cybercellular mushrooms in particular, that it like basically wipes out depression for like six months on a single dose. Because wow. the act the act of being depressed can't happen because your your oxytocin levels and your endorphin levels and your epinephrine levels and all these kind of things are fluctuated in a way so much that the, the lack of of a brain nutrient that causes depression can't happen but then there's your entire need for healthcare gone mm-hmm. yeah so there you yeah. go yeah no i i genuinely agree with everything you're saying a friend of mine knows a lot about shrooms and like dmt and all that sort of thing and dmt is so interesting and there's like this whole sort of like waiting room period that when you build up to a certain stage you can get into it and that's where people start to have like the apparent spiritual sort of yeah. experiences and apparently loads of people have seen stuff like from the bible almost like the mm-hmm. the whole yeah. is it the, the you know the burning bush story and all that sort of thing yeah. like it's and the thing that interests me is that everybody seems to report almost the same things people have said they've had contact with other potential universes and worlds and all that sort of thing and i'm just like you know what for for everyone to have the same experience without have spoken to each other if that ain't a coincidence and i know this podcast is called everything coincidental and that is just why it is called that yeah <laughs> because, exactly because you know what i mean yeah because there isn't a that's the whole point i mean ironically enough just with that we were talking about like you know the outer body experiences and all that sort of stuff there was a big thing that that was what the viking warriors that were called berserkers they were all on cybercillin psychotic um or psychedelic uh, drugs before that's why they acted like that it was to completely eradicate fear oh no have you seen season three of titans on netflix because (laughs) oh but i'm intrigued Okay, so I believe it was the Riddler was the villain and he made like a fear gas type thing or like an injection and he put it all in the water supply and it made everyone's fear disappear. So that means everyone would just go out and kill each other because they had no fear. You know, not ideal. But that kind of sounds like that a wee bit or like Uh the Purge. I've never seen the Purge, but that's what it is. Purge is is different because the Purge isn't necessarily eradication of fear, but it's a an opportunity to act where fear is irrelevant uh, i lied it's a scarecrow sorry obviously it's not the red that, that's just batman uh dark dark knight no what was the first one Ooh, batman begins no batman batman begins that was uh, <laughs> that's george clooney um, no, the first Christian Bale one, that's the story of that. It's, although it's not that, it's quite a toxin that Scarecrow puts within the water, but the, the idea is pretty much the same. Okay, yeah. Well, that's um, what they've done in season three of Titans. That's cool. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, yeah, like, DMT is an interesting thing, and the whole mushroom thing, like, and the fact that they are so healthy, they're so good for you. There's so many different types, like, 
lion's mane is so good at curing anxiety and and uh, stress uh, it's why you get lion's mane tea it's a common oh. thing because it like you know anticoagulants it's like full of antioxidants and all these things it helps you like your body regulate toxin levels and stuff but you can get them and i'm not saying you don't get them because mm-hmm. you can because you, you can go to like i say it's specialized uh, cuisine shops and be able to find them asian supermarkets things like that but generally speaking you don't get access to them whereas they technically should just be selling them in tesco for your mushroom soup instead of chestnut mushrooms absolutely why wouldn't you although yeah. don't get me wrong i'm not saying portobello mushrooms aren't good for you portobello <laughs> mushrooms are good for you they are and they have so many benefits as well but not the same no it's, it's really beneficial when they're stuffed with cheese you know that's that's when it's good for you <laughs> absolutely that and some chilies like just oh absolutely just everything just oh, uh, just mushrooms in general. i love cooking mushrooms so yeah that's that's the the again these are these are quick overviews like i could do this mm-hmm. for hours but those are generally quick overviews on the 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 mushroom conspiracy of of, of the world great i love that it's been so interesting down a bit of a rabbit hole but not too much <laughs> but it's opened up even more conversations which is what i love about the rabbit hole series yeah yeah. So it just keeps going. Well, there's nothing off limits, and I'm, what I—I'll be honest with you—I've been thinking about this. And at what point? I mean, I could have done it there. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I could have, but I haven't. Okay. I was like, at what point is it going to become unfeasible to go down the rabbit hole and not end up back at Sasquatch or Yeti? <gasps> well, I had been going to mention them earlier as well, and I was like, don't do it. Don't <laughs> well, you do could it. do it with the whole uh, DMT thing, and that's like again the the, the brain, mm-hmm. the parallel universe, and all these kind of things. So like, yeah, I I, I considered it, but yeah. And also, I'm going to leave the listeners with this as like a finishing thing. You know, we can do it in another episode. But also, there is apparent theories to suggest that Sasquatch use shroomies. And that is how they can, they have these abilities. Transcend. Transcend, that's the word. And actually, I have a book somewhere that talks about it. And I'd be more than happy to look that up. And, Let's go for it. Let's you know, bring, bring it back in another episode. Because Sasquatch are the, the answer, I think. Like, genuinely, <laughs> Sasquatch are the answer. How, how much does it still play in your mind, the notion that there's a possibility that that's what we become? You know, I have re-listened to that episode you said that in three times. So I think that was just the last episode you were on with us, actually. I have listened to it three times. And every time that you say that, I, like, I just go, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. And I also I also want to point out as well, like I'm not an expert in any of this. Like I just spend a lot of time reading. Yeah. Um and that's it. Like I yes, I have a scientific background and a biological background, so I understand functionality of biology. Yes. But a lot of it's just again, just having an inquisitive brain and connecting the dots. Yeah, that's it. And the people who don't want to believe will maybe call you a bit of a conspiracy theorist, but actually if they just sit and listen and look at it all, they'll realise that Come to the, honestly, if if you think I'm yeah. a conspiracy theorist, listen to the three hour stuff we did last night yeah and that'll give you it. that'll give you an even better overview mm-hmm. um, i'm going to listen to that this weekend it's I'm not gonna lie it was a good it was a good episode I'm, I'm, we're proud of that good you should be um oh in fact well while we're on that subject plug it plug it right now plug the social media for the jibber jabber oh Podcast. god uh everywhere facebook um youtube instagram um i think i don't know i don't have social media so yeah. i just know that they do it's like it's just jibber jabber podcast um, Excellent. yeah yeah i think i don't actually know it um www.jibberjabberpodcast.com is a website go go check it out it's everywhere it's on every every place that you can get podcasts streamed live on youtube um you can catch the videos up we are quite a, a visual mm-hmm. group 
group group of morons so visually it's quite funny um and there's a lot of just watching kevin and j max stare each other down a lot but yeah go go check it out it's uh it's good fun and that's where i become uh a geek but a geek about ghosts which is something we can get into down the rabbit hole at another time absolutely yeah well thank you very much for coming on with me it's been so much fun it has been great fun yeah i feel feel like every time i do i end up just rambling but i realize that's the whole idea yeah well thank you very much for joining and if you'll have me again please come back for more anytime excellent we we, we have we have a series to run don't you yeah exactly that's fine that's fine just making sure you know i like to give people an out just in case and i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna keep this in so everyone can hear you're not forced into this yep yeah, there's not, there's no, uh, there's no legalities, there's nothing being pushed, there's no, no leverage, contract. No, no contract. That value for money that I'm controlling you with, you know. <laughs> yeah, that I'm withholding my DMT. God damn it. And that, God damn, what a bitch. What an absolute <laughs> bitch. <laughs> oh, well, on that note, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Kieran, for joining me. Um, yeah, check everything coincidental out on Instagram and uh, I can't remember uh, Apple, Spotify, all that sort of thing. Check us out, email us everything coincidental at gmail.com or as like I said, up on Instagram, everything underscore coincidental. Oh, I'm impressed you remembered that because the last couple of times I've listened to you, you always mess up the email address. I know, and I don't know why. It's the easiest email address <laughs> in the world. <laughs> Anyway, guys, catch you on the flip. Thank you. And yeah, see you next time. Bye. Au revoir.